0: Hello and welcome to The Camping Crew Podcasts with Chris and Aaron. Hi everybody, welcome to episode 149 of The Camping Crew Podcast. I'm Aaron Burchell And I'm Chris Byrne. As always, it's meant to be a fun podcast. We're just enthusiasts and what we discuss on the podcast
1: are just our own personal views, although we do look into some of the items you ask us to look into. Yeah, and if you'd like to support the podcast and if you can afford to, you can buy us a coffee at ko.com. Fi. Com forward slash the camping crew. I want to say a big thank you to Liam Kay this week for his donation. He passed on a message as well. He said, great to finally meet Chris, his family and his barky dogs at Kilkenny. The awning looked great and we look forward to seeing you all uh, along the road sometime soon. Yeah, the barky dogs are famous on the camping crew. Mm-hmm. I'm saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's only two of them. Thanks for that, Liam. We really do appreciate it. Now, news I'm gonna stay dumb on this because I made the news this week.
1: Yeah, Aaron, you didn't have a, a quiet week to say the least. No, there was an article put up on um and the head the headline of that was Campervan Van Bloggers Fermoy's Visit Was Ill-Timed." So the article mentioned it said the allocated camper van spaces at Kevin Barry Hill caused quite a bit of a stir over the weekend when Aaron Birchall of the popular YouTube Charlie and Me. Uh, paid a visit to the town only to find all of the allocated spaces had been taken up with 16 cars. Fermoy is a great town, he said. I'd forgotten how big it is, but we're not staying here. This is the first ever negative review I put up on Charlie and Me Camping Vlog. Later, adding that Formoy is fecal <laughs> all used to us. Uh, anyone seeing the video would have would have seen that. And uh, they go on to say the timing of the, of the visit, however, may have been somewhat misfortunate as new campervan spaces have now been allocated at a new location in town. And I think you have a bit of an update for us on that, Aaron.
0: Yeah, Lorraine got on to me. She's actually a business owner in town and a friend of Frank O'Flynn, who is a fantastic. I've got to be honest, he's a great counsellor. He's working very hard to get us spaces in for Moy. She got on to me and she said, "Hi, Charlie. I'm sorry for this unsolicited share, but Frank wanted to send this on to you to invite you back to Fromay. Well done on highlighting the issue of the previous parking places." So I did. I said, rather leave it till later because, you know, we're making the videos already for Charlie and me. But I went back with Charlie into B Bar on Friday to new motorhome parking spaces. They're on the Rahilty Road. Now, the video goes live this Friday on Charlie and me. I was then interviewed on Monday by Corks 103 FM about my experience staying on the promenade, aka the Rahilty Road. So Patricia Messenger of Corks 103FM, myself and the aforementioned Franco Flynn, councillor from Formoy. This is the interview from Monday's show just past
2: you are an owner of a camper van, then you may be a fan of my first guest this morning, Aaron Burchell, who hosts the YouTube channel Charlie and Me, which sees Aaron and his dog Charlie travelling around the country in their camper van, checking out the various camping sites and spots available for parking your camper van. Unfortunately, things didn't go too well when Aaron and Charlie decided to visit for Moy recently. And Aaron joins me to explain more. Good morning to you, Aaron.
3: Patricia, how are you? Welcome back off your
4: holiday. Well,
2: Thank you very much and, and good to talk to, uh, to you. Have Had you checked out in advance that the town of Formoy had dedicated parking for campervans?
3: Yes. As you said, Charlie and Me is a channel where we camp sites and car park facilities, parking facilities. And yeah, there's an app called Motor Home Parking Ireland, which tells you of car parks or campsites or bars that allow you to stay. So Famoy had been mentioned. I hadn't been to Famoy in years. So I said, Right, let's go. Myself and Charlie were doing Fumoy, Cove, Ballycotton, Middleton over three nights. Three different videos over, over, over a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. When I got there, which was three weeks ago now, there was fifteen cars parked in the space that said camper van parking only.
2: Now, I saw, I saw your video. It very yes. clearly states yes. camper van parking yes. only. Yes. And there was a line of cars.
3: Yes. And I, you saw our van. It's a big yellow ambulance. It's branded Charlie and me. We don't get away with anything. So I wasn't prepared to park there and walk downtown and then have some YouTuber or Instagrammer like me saying, who does he think he is double parked? So the traffic warden just happened to come in. To the into the to empty the meters, you know the, the parking meters. Now, you, just just firstly, does
2: it often happen that when no. you turn up at a space like that, that cars will be no. illegally parked? No, it but it has okay. happened
3: there before because on the app I mentioned, somebody said, "Oh, we went there and there was no parking," but in fairness, ten minutes later there was. So I would say no. Usually, if it says campervan parking. People,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people respect it. Now we can't, we can't confirm what the uh, parking warden actually said to you, but it was clear that no one was going to get a parking ticket. That was made, that was made very clear to you.
3: And it wasn't made clear to me that these spaces have been removed and there's new ones. I think that was just coincidental that maybe as the Avenue press said my timing was ill-timed. I don't think so. If it says campervan parking, it's campervan parking until it doesn't say campervan parking, which it does not say now. Those words are gone.
2: Did you wait around to see if a parking space would eventually become free?
3: No, it was half free. I was tired. I had been in my mum's in Dublin and driven from Dublin with Charlie. We wanted to go get a bite to eat, park up, and then I wanted to edit the video. You know, I have a routine and there was nowhere for me to wait. I would have been moving to let other cars out of other spaces.
2: Um, yeah, because you were but, du- you were double parked because yeah, you would oh, know, was, because you would know the choice.
3: There was not one other part. There was one other parking space, and I was told I could park there, but it was for market stall. Okay. Seemingly, people buy these little patches yeah and I said, well, I'm not parking there because, again, an Instagrammer will say, who does he think he is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Equally, like I don't like people parking in our spots. I wasn't going to park. And someone a else's. Spot. Okay, yeah.
2: stay, stay yeah. there because local councillor Franco Flynn uh, is on the other line and uh, he joins me just to explain exactly what is going on here. Good morning to you, Frank.
4: Uh, good morning, Patricia. Good morning, listeners of Country Sound.
2: Okay, and Aaron is on the other line as well. Okay, now the problem morning, is Adam. the problem is there's a new location for camper vans. Uh,
4: we, and see about two years ago, quite a lot of people um, touched me thank losing out. As everyone knows, you know better than anyone, Patricia. It is very well located. It's uh, on the banks of that water And we were losing out and businesses were saying to me, people said, this We had a very successful uh, camper path uh, and... And caravan parking, that was the Ryan family, but both um, members of that family, wasn't the wife passed away. It was a great success and they decided not to go into, into that business anymore. So I brought it up with the council on uh, agenda about a year and a half ago. Uh, they said they'd look at different sites. So we tried one in the library car park. Uh, there was uh, some criticism that it was on a hill and it was this difficult to access and it was on a slope. So they have been of the management part, a list of sites to us, and they said we'd try out a few sites. So the agreement was that they would do, on a trial basis, uh, put in place and oh, an overnight oh, parking yeah. space on the Radhili Road entrance into Famae, because it's adjacent to Firmai, and many of then all said to me, you can never park in a town or park in a local village because you can get in, so they'd move on to the next town, the village. So for was losing out, so we said we do this on a trial period we have a trial period now for an overnight parking in um Easy Road in Family. And how many uh,
2: spaces are
4: there? I'd say it should take about six uh, six cantiments.
2: And, yeah. what, and uh, what, what was the what's wrong with the carping the parking space in the Kevin Barry Hill car park?
4: Where Aaron tried to park? Management and uh, and the council got a feedback that was um, um, difficult enough to access because it's just off a a fairly stiff hill. Also, it was hard enough to get in and out to it, and it was actually on a slope. So the council said, in their wisdom, that they would look at other sites. So they have a number of sites, and this but but
2: possible. why? But why were? Why did you not remove camper van parking only? Why, why was it designated camper van, camper Which van parking now? only? Which one? The one in the one the one in in the upper Kevin Barry Hill car park. That's the library one you're talking about, is it?
4: Yeah, well last year, about this time of year we put in about five or six spaces and was just for camper vans only and we mapped those and those cars could not park us. Yeah, but the day
2: the day Aaron went, it was full of cars.
4: I know, I know, but that that happens. And um very have to some people park in 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 disabled parking bays, don't you? Yeah,
2: but if they were illegally parked, why did every owner of those cars not get a ticket? That's an,
4: um, that's a question I can ask. That's a question from another day.
2: And is that still uh, designated no, for camper vans? No, it's not? Not, it's, not, it's
4: not designated any further. And has it's the, been the
2: markings been removed?
4: They have, yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Well, the markings have been removed. Okay, Aaron, you I believe you came back to Fremoy last week.
3: I did. As I mentioned, the, the Avenue Press covered the story. Yeah. Um, in the... The, the paper Frank had said well I hope Aaron and Charlie come back and look at a new spot so I said let's do it sooner rather than later so we came back Friday evening myself and Charlie in our b ambulance and we went down the promenade the video will be live this Friday on our YouTube channel Great. and we stayed over Friday night and I met Frank and I have actually interviewed Frank for our podcast and we stayed there I was the only van there Friday night Patricia it was just me
2: Andy, is, is it a better spot than the other car park?
3: No. Accessibility, yes. I, I say in my video, as I say, comes up Friday, I would much rather be in the car park. I would feel safer. This is on the main road. Um, cars were zooming past there. It's a 50 kilometres on. They were passing me at 60, 65, right up until... At 9 o'clock Friday night, I was going home. I did not feel safe. And I say this in the video, but my wife, Deirdre, said... You can't. You've got to stay there to finish the video. So I reluctantly stayed, and I was afraid that I I could have been rear-ended. You know what? Location, location, location. It's a great location. It's a a two-and-a-half-minute walk to the park, coffee shop, the Wimpy, a bar. However, it's a very fast road. Now, I did a poll on my Instagram at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I put up a photograph of my van parked, and I went, would you stay here? And 78%, no way, Jose, it's too dangerous. And one lady messaged me who has children and said there is no way on this earth I would feel safe stopping there with children.
2: I was just going to bring up whatever about you've got to keep an eye on Charlie the dog. I'm just yeah, thinking but for, he's for, on for, a for children.
3: children aren't. Yeah, yeah,
2: Frank, do you need
4: to look again
1: oh, at this, at I this I new I space?
4: Agreement. Patricia and listeners and... and uh, and I met Charlie as well, uh, uh, and I met lots of local residents. And all, but we have given a commitment. This is only strictly a trial period. Management asked us to look at this because they are putting in improvements. Jack leader are enhancing the promenade, the footpath, to walk with, uh, the walk, the grassy area, and the seating. So it's going to be a beautiful area it's very, very near. As Charlie said, there, it's very, very near. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. Aaron,
2: but if, Aaron, if it's Aaron
4: not, not
2: but if it's not safe, I mean, not if not Aaron safe. didn't feel safe sleeping that
4: if it's not safe we in the county council will look at at, at another site we've made a strictly strictly state mentioned that we will do this on a trial period and a trial period that's the reason why we didn't put in water we didn't put in any other services. so it's strictly yeah. on a on a trial period uh, strictly on your overnight path in the meantime. So we, we we have looked at a couple of other sites and we've taken board and the other sites as ready. Okay, and so
2: Aaron, Aaron you, you wouldn't recommend it, Aaron?
4: No, I, I in
3: my video, I don't recommend it. I'll tell you what I'd recommend it for. If you're making your way from north of the country heading right down through Cork or Kerry and you're running late, pull in there. At least, Fair juice to, for my town management, they have given us facilities, parking spaces where we won't get ticketed. So, if you're making your way north of the country down south and you're running late, yes, pull in there, stay overnight, have a coffee in the morning and move on. But I couldn't see me saying to Deirdre, hey, come on, we'll go and we'll spend the day in Formoy, not to park there. And that's what
2: we want people to do. We want people to come. It's a great great town. We want people to come and visit.
3: I love it. The park was beautiful. The weather was beautiful. But in fairness to Frank, and as I say, I interview him for the Camping Crew podcast and for Charlie and me. He did say, my question was, if because it's, it's it's only temporary, if it doesn't work out, is that it? Are you knocking it on the head? And in fairness, Frank said, and it finishes the interview, my goal is to get you guys' facilities to stay over and stay in our town of Frome, And that's what we want to hear councillors and management of towns say.
1: Okay, well done.
3: Well we done. want to keep you in Frome, be it for one night or two nights. But unfortunately, thank you for my town management, but that's... <clears throat> That road is too busy in my opinion and 78% of my followers' opinion. Okay,
2: how long is, how long is the vlog going, um, Aaron? Oh
3: gosh, it's um, three years, 368,000 368, views, well 3,888 subscribers and we love it.
2: Charlie but, and me, well worth, well worth yeah, che- checking Yeah, If you're into
3: camping, yeah, at we yeah. Yeah. it.
2: And then we okay, have a
4: podcast I, on a Wednesday called the Camping show. Crew Podcast.
2: Okay, Frank wants to come back. Yes,
4: Frank? I went thank Aaron for that and thank him and I know that he's brought the Mrs. John loading to you quite a lot of people that want to come my it was a big issue in the past. My my, my main thing is to put in one that this is say this is not suitable we we'll listen to the local residents. We'll li- listen to the people that use it. Ma- with management, we'll go back and look at another area. The most important thing is that we increase the footballing for, my, for our businesses, for the restaurants, for the cafes, And all make about. for my an enjoyable occasion for our camp event friends who come to for my. they the not go out loud and clear. For my is a place right. it is. Okay.
2: All right, listen, Aaron, safe travels. We'll speak to you again. Thank and, uh, take care. And uh, if you want to check it out, it is Charlie and uh, me on, that's the
1: YouTube channel. That was a, a good interview, Aaron I think it was very um, very well handled on both sides And I think mm-hmm. it's great to see that everybody's kind of on the same page Just got to come up with a location that's maybe a little bit safer
0: Yeah, I, I think there are, they, they've two or three options um, Like for example, th- this week, Charlie and me Today, um, a video went up this morning of showing you our new HQ our new headquarters just, a, a, we just want to thank everybody I've been kicked out of the house <laughs> At last as you, she's copped on <laughs> And we've got a new home office and we're using it as the Charlie and Me HQ. So this morning's video on YouTube.com forward slash Charlie and Me, our camping vlog, is showing you guys our new HQ, telling you what the plans are for the future. But this Friday, I'm bringing... For my revisit video up now, normally they're four or five weeks behind, but because it's topical at the moment, because of the Avenue press, and we got a great response to last week's for my video, I've said let's bring it up. So this Friday, you will see how the new parking spaces work out or do they work out? And I also interview Councillor Franco Flynn. Now, I have to be honest. I'd be the first to say that they like the sound of their own voices. But this guy, at least to me, sounds sincere. Now, here is just a 30 second snippet of the interview to get the full interview and to find out how the new parking spaces work out for Charlie and me. But just take a listen to this interview, which will be on the Charlie and me video this Friday. This is Councillor Franco Flynn. Um, You are 100 percent pro getting campervans into this town, facilities for camper vans into this town.
4: I am, and I personally feel it's a no-brainer. Uh, we've lost out in uh, a number of years. Uh, we had a very, very successful um, camp event park right beside the town, and um, the, the owner bought himself and his wife passed away.
0: Are the facilities and the grounds still there?
4: The, the grounds are still there. I, it might need some upgrading.
0: If this is not successful, as in not used, you're not knocking it on the head. No, there's, no. There's no,
4: other options. No. Oh, uh, my ambition is it. that we would get um, a satisfactory, agreed location okay. for future camper van parking in for my.
0: So, as I said, Chris, he, he sounds genuine to me. He's been in touch with me since the interview on Corks 103 FM, and we'll just. Watch this space. So this morning, YouTube.com, it's the new HQ. And this Friday, 9 a.m. is our second visit to Fomoy to the new motorhome parking spaces on the Rahilty Road.
1: Yeah, and it's great if anybody wants to visit Fomoy for the day or even overnight, there are some spaces there uh, to be used. So look, use them away uh, and, uh, as I said, watch this space. So look, speaking of campsites and places to stay, Bill and Carl left a, a good review on Campsite Review Um are on Silver Bay County Down. I'll give a quick read. Um this is principally a static site with about two hundred caravans, but tucked away at the end is a field literally right beside the beach for touring caravans, motorhomes, campervans and tents. The whole site is maintained to a very high standard well laid out and spotlessly clean. The warden, Karen, is incredibly helpful and friendly. The touring field has 13 electric hookup points with fresh water taps at each. There are fire pits dotted along the shoreline which is a nice touch. The view is really lovely and it's very peaceful. The only slight negative is that the toilet and waste disposal block is at the opposite end of the site, but it's a pleasant walk. The White House Inn is on site and although we didn't eat there ourselves it has a good reputation for tasty reasonably priced food There was a good range of easter activities for the younger campers and a new playground put in this year ardminning golf course adjoins the site the village of Clohy is a very pleasant half hour walk away and there's a wealth of walks and interesting sites in the area so that's silver bay in county down if anybody wants to check that out and they can see the review up on campsitereview.com as well Can we remind you, campsitereview.com. The form is free and always
0: will be, and we'll give you all the contact details. And thank you to Bill and Carol for that. And please do keep the reviews coming. We will have another review of another campsite from Campsite Review
1: on future podcasts as well. One for the the Charlie and uh, a trilogy in County Down. I think we are looking at another heading north because we were north
0: when COVID hit. So we came home and we only got to do for Mana. But myself and Charlie and Deirdre have been talking. I think at the moment, the last couple of weeks in May are free. So we could be looking at doing uh, a northbound uh, trilogy. We would like to get sponsorship for it, but I'll put that begging hat on a little <laughs> bit later on. Online chatter. Um, oh, yes. As you know, we did a review of the new airs at Templars Inn in Feathered-on-Sea. Um, I was involved with Paul and helping him out to kind of point him p- point him in a direction that would be suitable for motorhomes to stay over. Now, Paul is no longer running the bar at Templars Inn. And he was on just to let you guys, he said, could you just let your listeners know of Charlie and me and of the podcast? I'm no longer running it. So terms and conditions on use of the facilities may change. So make the call beforehand. You'll see them on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They're on Twitter. Ring or call in before you decide to actually stay. But do remember they've got facilities there, electricity, they've got grey and black water disposal, they've got the access to the bar which is beautiful food but Paul is no longer running it so terms and conditions for the use of the area may change, check before you go there.
1: And speaking of Wexford actually that leads me nicely to um, a, a specific listener a message that was sent into to me, and this message actually came from one of the um, the motorhome parking campsite uh, owners within Wexford, and it said, look, it's worth pointing out to the listeners, uh, at times it can be very difficult to get spaces on campsites in July and August over on the West Coast. Um, She said, look, you wouldn't mind reminding some of the listeners that, you know, in July and August, when the West was fairly full, we actually had quite a few spaces uh, among all the different campsites and areas across Wexford. And I'm sure that probably goes for for Wicklow and some of the inland sites as well. Mm -hmm. So, look, consider some of the other locations in July and August as well, when other locations along the West Coast might be full. So, look, uh, I think that's a really good suggestion as well. Spread out all the people so there's room for everyone everywhere, you know.
0: And it's not called a sunny southeast for nothing, in fairness. And we've had some fabulous weekends in the county of Wexford. So, yeah, bear it in mind if the place you want to go in any other part of the country is booked, don't just knock going on the head. Take a look at the east and the southeast and maybe there is somewhere and you could find a new favourite spot
1: as well. I think Wexford is probably one of the best counties in Ireland uh, for catering for motorhomers, mm-hmm. whether it's campsites or airs or that. Um, it, it's, you know, it's it, it's a, a little gem that, you know, not everybody may be aware of. So it's definitely worth
0: And the beaches are in. beautiful in Wexford, in fairness. Oh, yeah, there's some incredible beaches
1: uh, on the south and east coast.
0: If you remember on a previous podcast, I think it was last week's podcast, we were talking about, was it Mary was on about getting reverse bleepers fitted into her van and we got a couple of responses on it. But David T posted on the Irish Motorhome Group page on Facebook in relation to our chat about reversing sensors. And he said, the reversing camera is a much better option than the beep beep reversing sensors, in my opinion. If you have a tow bar, you can focus the camera onto that, getting used to where your vehicle is in relation to it. I can park within an inch of where I want to go by knowing how the tow bar is in relation to the ground. And it's worth practicing at home, especially against a curb before you go out on the road. Beep beeps can be confusing because they sound even if it's just bushes or flowers that are in the way. So that was just David saying that in his opinion, a reversing camera would be better or maybe as well as putting in some of the beep beep sensors.
1: Yeah, we've a little bit more about Beep Beeps uh, in the product section coming up shortly. David Odie sent us a, a lovely follow up message to a few topics that we've been discussing over the last couple of weeks on the podcast. I'll just read out some of his message. Hi, Chris and Aaron. Just listen to podcast number 145 about the ferry checklists. And for the sake of making a contribution, I thought that I might let you know how I go about planning my holiday checklist. So David has actually sent me on a, quite a detailed checklist which I'm going to post up on our web page hopefully at some stage uh, during the week and before the weekend if I can. But a very comprehensive checklist and I think well worth sharing. He also mentioned regarding the VIN plating issue that you discussed, I recall from something that I read quite a long time ago that both plates should be left in place. It's quite evident that the body plate refers to the camper and that the original refers to the base vehicle on which the camper has been built. At this stage... You cannot separate one from the other so there can cannot be any confusion also the base vehicle manufacturer um, has attached what was intended to be a permanent plate he said you also asked about removing tar and other black smears and smudges he said here are two products that i use to remove tar and flies and things like that the streak remover um, is called black streak remover heavy duty and I got that in Aldi And the fly remover came from Lidl And that's called W5 insect remover And he said both work very well for me He said I hope you find something uh, of interest Somewhere in this email With the best regards And that's David O'Dee.
0: David thank you for that Yeah indeed uh, A few people have actually I uh, bumped into just downtown Were saying that they were listening to the podcast And they seemed to agree with me with the petrol Although one chap did say Oh I'd never put petrol on my van for removing anything And he mentioned the W5 insect remover remover he doesn't seem to have a problem with tar but he said that the w5 insect remover is great stuff and like that he couldn't remember if it was aldi or little that he got it but he said it's available and it's not the dearest thing at all
1: yes just check out some of those products uh, if you are interested
0: we mentioned the beep beeps a couple of minutes ago but Eugene was on to you during the week again with more information and suggestions about the sensors
1: Yes, I'll read Eugene's mail, actually. Um, He says, hi, Chris. I'm just listening to last week's podcast. Great stuff, as always. Just on the parking sensor. I fitted wireless parking sensors to my camper, which is 7.5 metres. They work great. I have them set to beep. And they also count down from one metre to uh, stop. The system that I have works great. Uh, You can also um, set the stop distance as well if you've got a bike rack on them. So he sent on a link and... uh, The link is from a UK page. It's www.steel-mate.co.uk And the product is called, it's called the PTS-400W1 Rear Parking Sensors with Wireless Speaker. So I'll actually share a link of that on our Twitter if anybody wants to look at it. But if you just go to steel-mate.co.uk and just do a search for the PTS-400W1 you'll find that that should bring you specifically to to that particular product but it looks great does require a bit of assembling a bit of uh, Mm -hmm. putting it together it's not like a a fully stick-on wireless system but uh, if you're anyway handy you should be able to manage this quite easily I think
0: yeah and thanks Eugene for getting in touch he could become the new gadget king because Dennis has been quite off late (laughs) so Eugene be careful you might have a new gig on the horizon Um, Camp Life, a few people wanted to know, and I've seen it on different Facebook groups for camping in Ireland. Um, They're looking for adult only campsites. Now, I did a bit of research. The only one I knew of was Lock Arrow in Boyle in County Sligo. And it's a beautiful site. And especially if you love fishing. But I did some research. Now, Sleepy Hollow in Crawley in County Donegal is adult only. Lock Arrow in Boyle, County Sligo. Uh, Marnock House Caravan and Camping Park in Ballyhonas in County Mayo. Myself and Charlie are actually heading towards Mayo next week for a trilogy. We might even get a chance to pop by there. And I do know River Valley up at Red Cross Wicklow. Now, it's a massive big campsite, but they do have an adult only part to the park with its own toilets and showers. I have stayed there with Deirdre. We've never done a review there. It was pre Charlie and me days. So Sleepy Hollow, Lock Arrow, Marnock House and River Valley. If you know of maybe a quiet campsite, it may not necessarily be adult only, or if you know of an adult only, please do give us a shout and let us know. Do you know of any apart from what I've
1: just mentioned? Not offhand, uh, I'm not sure. I suppose one little tip, and I was just thinking of it as you were um, going through that list, is maybe have a look through the the campsites. Find one that doesn't have a playground, and you probably won't find many kids in those, but there are plenty of campsites uh, all across the country that are, are quiet, not necessarily adult only, though.
0: Yeah, I honestly think I did some searching during the week and I honestly they are the only four that are going. Now, funny enough, we were thinking of heading to the Netherlands just before COVID hit back 2019-2020 and 50% of the campsites in the Netherlands are adult only, which I and now we're talking probably 15 out of 30, 35 campsites I thought that was quite a lot. There's obviously a market for them if they're open, they're there. There must be, there must be. Well, that is it, episode 149 of the Camping Crew Podcast. Thank you to everybody who gives us stuff to look into and who has contributed to the podcast. We really, really do appreciate it. We love getting your messages, your ideas, even your campsite suggestions for campsitereview.com, your product reviews or anything that you've used. If you hear us discuss anything on podcasts, please do get in touch if you would like something to say about it. Uh, Remember, we've got stickers available for your motorhome campervan caravan or car we need your name your address and your postcode we'll stick them in the post as soon as we can but for you to get those details to us we well you need our contact details and chris has them
1: yeah our email address is campingcrewpodcast at gmail.com our website is thecampingcrew.ie you'll find us on twitter we're the camping crew on instagram we're the camping crew podcast Facebook, you'll find us in all the good motorhome and camping groups. Forum-wise, we're on motorhomecrack.com or boards.ie. And remember, we have campsitereview.com. We have
0: a forum there that is free and always will be. And this Friday's video from I, the follow-up to our first trip in from my it's youtube.com forward slash Charlie and Me, our camping vlog. A lot of people heading away this coming weekend as it's the bank holiday weekend. Please be safe take your time there's no rush to get there and if you see myself or Chris not just this weekend but any time at all during the holiday season on a campsite please do call over and say hi from me Aaron Birchall episode 149 down next week is 150 take care of yourselves
1: it's goodbye for me Chris and if you're enjoying the podcast don't forget to subscribe and tell your camping friends all about us well that's it for another podcast from the camping crew thanks for
0: listening and do join us again very soon safe camping